everyone, and welcome to the first show of our third season. I'm Three Dana. seasons already. Three seasons. And I'm, I'm Dana. And I'm Jim. Today we're talking to our friend Megan, who's going to teach us all about the world of cheese. But first, beer. Today's beer, <laughs> Sorry, uh, as we pour it out on tap at the Beer Noggin in Bronxville, New York, they are gracious enough to allow us to record our first episode of our third season here. Thanks, guys. At 102 Craft Avenue in Bronxville, they have all of the craft beer, all of it. So <laughs> come on down, whether you want to have a, one of the cans to go, or have it here, or ha taste one of the 12 beers on tap. Take a crowler home. Brendan, Doug, Dan, Dana. Rob, oh, right. Mike, and the rest of the family <laughs> will be here to welcome you and educate you on everything craft beer. But first, beer. Uh, Barrier is doubled down. It's a Belgian double coming in at 7.4 ABV. It's dominated by earthy tones of toasted chestnut and it has a strong malt finish. The color has a rich amber and brown tone. So let's taste this beer. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers guys. Happy Sunday. Okay, so Megan, why did you select this beer to go with the cheeses today? Um, I actually thought that this would go really nice with all the beers all around instead of trying to pair each one, yeah. uh, each cheese with a different, different beer. beer. This will go great across the board. So you are currently working at Chantilly. I am currently working at Chantilly. I am the manager. How long have you been there? I've been there since December. Okay. Yeah, I just started, but I intend on being there forever. Is there more than one location, or is it this? It's sister? just the one location okay. right now. Because yeah. is there also one in Brooklyn with the same name, or? I don't know anything about that. Okay. Um, I don't think so. Uh, I looked it up. I think I saw some of the same name. I wasn't sure if they're the same owner. They're not but, the same okay. owner now. They've just got. They've got. They've had this spot for like nine years. Is it a family-owned place? It is a family-owned place. Okay. It's literally beyond family-owned. Um, from what I understand, when they first opened. Mom and dad used to help behind the counter, uh -huh. and then they finally got some people to come in and work. Uh, mom, <laughs> people still ask for their mom. It's like, where's that really nice, sweet lady uh, who used to work cute. here? That's their mom. That's oh, funny. that was their mom? Uh, yeah, it's really sweet. So is it a bakery, cheesery? I don't know what to call it. No, it's, uh, <laughs> no, the cheese is just me. Um, okay. It's it's a straight up bakery. Okay. Um, it's, it's a two floor spot. The, the first floor is the cafe and the retail area where they sell all their pastries. Downstairs is a massive like baking kitchen with wow. a stand up uh, convection oven with a spinning uh, rack on the inside. They bake their bread every day. They bake all of their pastries for the day every day. Wow. Where is yeah, it located, just so our listeners know? The uh, it's address. actually just across the tracks from where Beer Noggin is, and if you haven't been there, it's uh, 135 Parkway Drive, I think I have that right. <laughs> right here in Bronxville. Chantilly Patisserie in Bronxville, just across the tracks. So when did your love affair with cheese begin? Um, probably when I decided that jelly and cheese tasted good together on sorry, potato what? bread when wait, I was like 10. Wait, I know, it's wait. really gross. It's so gross. <laughs> I regret nothing because it brought me this far, but if you think about it, I had an elevated palate when I was younger. American cheese and Smucker's jelly, yes. Okay, are we talking about like Concord grape jelly and cheese? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Right. Yo, you gotta start somewhere. And what kind of cheese? American cheese? Um, just straight up like Kraft singles Yo. when you don't know Yo. anything else in the world. 
Um, that's what you got. And I used to okay. put that on potato bread and eat that all the time. Okay. My And were your friends like, girl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could quite understand what was going on there except me. Yeah, we don't <laughs> understand it either. Right? Uh, okay. <laughs> what's, what's really funny is that like... 12 years later, I'm like, I feel like having a, a cheese and jelly sandwich, which I hadn't done in a really long time. And I went in, I went ham, I got cheese, I got jelly, put it on the bread, and I was like, Honk, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so your palate has matured over My there. palate has clearly matured. Oh I know God. better now. Oh my God, um, that's so so that was a long, long time ago. That's where my uh, I had a nickname in elementary school. They used to call me Mousy because I would only eat cheese sandwiches for lunch. Wow. So this began very early. A long time ago. Okay. Well, it, it also led, led into me becoming a chef for almost 12 years. Okay. I was a line cook for a really long time. And I, like, I started learning cheese a lot through working in kitchens. And then eventually I decided that I wanted to slow my lifestyle down and see if there was something else in the food industry that I could move into that I could still keep my passion alive for. Yeah. And I decided that I'd go in for cheese because there was actually a cheese shop not too far from where I was living at the time. And then I got a little bit more of an education there. I moved into Murray's where I learned a ton more. I know like 300 cheeses for no reason. <laughs> for people that are not from New York, explain what Murray's is. Murray's is one of the oldest cheese shops in New York. Uh, it's been around since like 1928 or something like that. Wow. Yeah, it's been around for a long time. It's past hands, I think three or four times. Kroger's owns it now. Okay. Yeah, they really? have. Yeah, well, because Murray's sold little pieces of itself to Kroger's, so Kroger's has little oh. kiosks of Murray's in their supermarkets. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. well, getting a whole market education. Yeah, I think yeah. the the year that I started working there, 2017, 16, something like that, Kroger's sold uh, or Murray's sold themselves to Kroger's, so now they're a Kroger's company. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So let's go back. Where did you grow up? Brooklyn in the house. Brooklyn. Yes. Did you, so we know that you were a chef. Did you go to culinary school? Or I did. Okay. I went to the French Culinary Institute when it was still that. Wow. Yeah, I actually, I took the last course before they switched over to the ICC, I think it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. So yeah, it was red. we know from age 10, you had a love of cheese. Yes. But was there a love of food in general? Yeah, no, or love of food in general. I, I grew up in a very Puerto Rican household. Um, I spent a, all my summers in Puerto Rico until I was about 13. Oh, wow. So my grandpa had this big machine where we would throw plantains into so that we could make the dough for um, pasteles, yeah. which are plantains filled with delicious meats and rice. Wow. Yeah. Okay, now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so you brought some beautiful cheese I here. I took a picture. It's going to be in our Instagram. Uh, can we start, like you said, from was mild, it mild to wild? Mild to wild, <laughs> as they say. So um, I'm also going from European to American, which is going to be pretty fun. Okay. So we're going to start off with Gabitou, which is a French cheese. It's a two milk cheese, so it's got sheep and cow in it. So you've got, um, you might catch notes of like cheddar. You might catch notes of like some kind of a, a light sheep cheese. Nice. Then we're going to go into the Comte, which is uh, another French Swiss style cheese. And it's younger than our two-year, which means that it's going to have a lighter flavor, softer notes of earthiness. The older one's going to be hella earthy, and then it's going to taste like the younger one towards the end. Wow. Yeah. Okay. After that, we're going to do the Humboldt Fog, 
which comes from Cypress Grove in California. It's got a ash rind. Um, it's two separate milkings. It's all goat. Uh, the ash rind in the center separates the milking. So one milking is from the morning and one milking is from the evening. What's does that really make a difference? It does. It makes a huge difference. What's an ash rind? An ash rind is where they take uh, specific vegetables and they burn them up until there is ash, and then they coat the cheese after they've sandwiched it together with a line of ash in between, so that then the ash rind, the uh, the the bloomy grind grows off of the ash. Holy shit! Yeah, it's wild. Now, <laughs> move, keeping keeping that ash rind in mind, we're gonna move into the caveman blue, which is from Oregon, and that's coated in ash rind as well. Wow! And okay. it's a blue cheese. That's amazing. I didn't know. And you keep saying words. I'm like, what? <laughs> Sometimes I say words, and I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> I just know like the bucket of cheese at Stu Leonard's. Right. Right. So I'm like, that's yeah. a lot of cheese. And there's a lot of different types of cheese in there that I know colors. nothing about. Hard but now I'm learning yeah. about cheese, so it's now we've cool. got we've got sheep, cow, <coughs> cow, goat, uh, cow, and cow. What is your favorite? What's your Out favorite? Out of all cheese? of these right now, I'm really happy with the Gabby too. I love the Humboldt Fog. That's a that's a classic for me because it's got two different textures. It's two different milks. It's two different kinds of rind. Uh, it's, two different types of rind. Yeah, because it's an ash rind and it's a bloomy rind. I would have never known any of this. And what did you say before? One from morning, one, but one from morning, and one from the evening. Like milking sessions. Yes. Wow. Okay. I Didn't can't. I wish I could tell you in detail what the real difference yeah. is between the morning and the evening. If I remember correctly, I think the morning is a little. Um, oh, the morning is fattier. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. And then what happens is if you look at it because as of it, it sitting as it overnight, ages, yeah, and as then it, resting, yeah, yeah. Okay, as makes... it ages, yeah. it starts to get this nice cream line around the side, which I really love. Wow. Um, it's really super creamy, and then the center is just crumbly and spreadable. Okay, we'll uh, post pictures of this on our Instagram for you guys. It's so amazing. And like I said, the beer that we're having with this, this Belgian double, is going to really go great with most of the cheeses that we have here. So Dana, if you want to join me in yeah. this cheesing, yeah. Try it Do you out. Jim is a not having not cheese. Even, no, no, not, we, we're not going to make him have any cheese. We, we learned at his brother's house over Christmas that cheese is not his friend. Doug and Brendan, you're welcome because your <laughs> bathroom's will stay. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the Gabby too. You're going to... What are the names? Like, is it the type of milk that's used or just it just comes with the name and usually French cheeses have to do with the region okay. that they come from. Like wine. Okay. Yeah, just like wine. This is really good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Now, after it's like coated the palate of your mouth, just take a swig. Okay. Beer and cheese pairing. That is That's delicious. lovely. Yeah. That's so funny because most people think like wine and cheese. You don't think beer and cheese. That's awesome. Well, people yeah. make beer cheese. That actually made the cheese yeah. sweeter as well as the beer. I don't know if you could taste that. I got some cherry notes off of that. Wow. Maybe a little Your orange. palate is much more advanced than mine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not as, 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 as advanced as um, I really uh, like that Brendan. Brendan was telling me that he can taste things like uh, Dunkaroos in certain beers. And I'm like, what? You still remember what that tastes like? <laughs> his, his taste uh, to memory like functionality it's is insane. Yes. Yeah. 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 So Crazy. is Doug's. Doug's. Doug's got a really interesting They are palate. both a wealth of knowledge. So is yeah. Dan. Like just yeah, I heard yeah. Dan's got a get them talking about. about beer. It's it's pretty fun just to see how excited they get. Like their eyes start twinkling. They really know a lot about beer. And how handsome Dan is. And his, and his oh hair. My God. His hair is amazing. That kid's handsome. 
You're welcome, Dan. It's just a <laughs> public announcement about how handsome Okay, I'm going to need to write down the name of that cheese before we leave, because that was really, really yeah, good. Yeah, it's a really nice cheese. It's I like it. So it's it's almost for me that's almost perfect in texture yes. and flavor. Yes. It's it's creepy looking, but when you eat it, it just tastes pretty. I never know how to describe a cheese I like. Like it's it's like the perfect um texture. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know how to describe it. I'm always like, hey, when you see a the cheese. The paste is smooth Ooh. on it. Okay. Yeah. The what is I, smooth? The paste. The paste, okay. Because when I go to a store and I oh. look, you don't know. I'm just like squeezing it, like I don't I can't tell. No. No, you can't. You can't tell from squeezing. You Uh-oh. can't tell from smelling because some cheeses will smell really intense, yeah. and then you eat them, and it doesn't Smile. taste like anything. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Okay. So let's, let's move two. on. So we've got Comte one year. This is uh, a classic French Swiss cheese. It's an Alpine cheese. Um, so it's Swiss going cheese. to okay. yeah. What so makes it a Swiss cheese if it's French? It's made on the border oh. of Swiss and France. Okay. Switzerland and France. Are you supposed to smell cheese like you smell do with beer wine? Are you supposed it. to? <laughs> Take a little like, Yeah. I like Swiss. So, something you'll notice is that first, this is all cow. Okay. So it's a lot more intense. Yes. The sheep tends to cut the cow flavor a lot. Mm-hmm. This cheese isn't as crunchy. That's because right. it's not as aged. Okay. So we'll take some beer with this. Yes. It's very vegetal. Yeah, it's different from any Swiss cheese I've ever had. Yeah, super vegetal. Do you want to take a sip after this? Yeah, yeah, I do. It'll clean, and the great thing about beer is that it completely cleans the palate. That's crazy. I've never had cheese with beer before. This is pretty blowing minds. I'm really excited about this event. I really hope it works out well. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we haven't actually talked about the event. Oh, yeah, let's, let's talk let's about talk the about event that. that's happening at the Beer Nuggets so people can come. Um, so, Brendan and I were talking about beer and cheese and how awesome they are together. And we decided that we'd create an event which is happening next Sunday, all willing, um, from 3 to 5. And, and the date is? Uh, March 1st. Okay. Sure. March 1st. March 1st. Is um, it, do people need to like buy tickets or something? People need to buy tickets. There's an Eventbrite, which uh, I think Mm -hmm. you guys have that, so we'll share that again. I've been sharing it all week with all my people. (laughs) Perfect. Um, I know one of my friends bought a ticket, (laughs) Um, so he'll be coming. Uh, And it'll be the same thing. I'm going to be setting up small platings of cheese. Uh, People will have six cheeses to choose from. Uh, They'll choose four, and they'll get four beers to go with them. The cheeses will be prepared for the cheeses. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be dope. That's really cool. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to be get like a little oh, right and now. Just, <laughs> just as another bloop, uh, Chantilly is going to be making our bread for the side. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. What's number three? I'm excited. All right. So number three is a two-year-aged Comte. Comte, by the way, it means... Uh, you can just make up something. No. It's like it's the delicious const- cheese. like constable or something like that. It's really? con- it's the constable cheese. Okay. okay. It's the constable's cheese. Um, so the two year is going to be a lot more intense. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be hella earthier. Okay. It's gonna be crunchy. Okay. Um, let's just taste it. I don't think I can keep talking about it. Oh my god, it crunched. Mm-hmm. What makes it do that? Tyrosine crystals. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Science what? <laughs> Did you just say the cow's tears? Yes, it's made with cow's tears. 
Um, so tyrosine crystals are basically fat deposits that have been squeezed so tightly that they become salt crystals. Wow. Huh. It legit crunched when I bit into mm -hmm. it. I never knew that was like an actual thing. I think I thought the first time that happened, I was like, ooh, this cheese must not be good. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find that. You'll find that with a ton of Goudas. Mm. The more aged like the cheese is, the more the lactose gets pressed. Yeah. And the more that liquid gets pressed out. It's once like that, a salt deposit or what is it? it? It's not really a salt deposit. I don't really know how to describe it. Okay. A lot of people, it, there's a lot of different uh, opinions about what it is. I like to call it a salt deposit. Okay. Just because that's really what it is. The, the, the moisture gets taken out of the cheese, which just leaves behind something dry okay. and crunchy. So that means there's less lactose in it? Mm -hmm. The older the cheese is, the less lactose it's going to have in it. Which, if you're lactose intolerant, right. you can have older cheeses. Got it. Unless you can. Got it. <laughs> unless you get migraines. Yeah, unless you get migraines. I would not uh, suggest that. Oh, nice. That's good to know. So how was that with the uh, beer? It was really oh, good. Yeah. It kind of blew my mind. It actually, it, I think it was a little bit more, I think it was too much for the beer. I would have liked to have a stout with that one. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have never thought about these it's, going it, together. It, it totally crazy. changes your perspective on food, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So moving right along. Yes. Uh, we're going to do the Humboldt Fog, which should mellow us out a little bit. It's going to have a little funk. It's going to be a little lemony. The texture is really what you're going to go looking for here. It's pretty. It's really pretty. It's got a nice white bloomy rind that comes off of an ash rind that gets placed around it before it ages. Very soft. I saw Super like soft. Through it. It's got a cream line on the outside, and then it's got... Do you taste that ash rind at all or not really okay. no there's no flavor to it i'm gonna give you just that little corner because that shouldn't hurt you uh, that creaminess is delicious the creaminess is really what gets me with this cheese wow that's really good that's spread over like a cracker mm-hmm yeah it would be good Ooh, this is my new favorite now that's unreal the beer's gonna make it <clears> sweet <throat> i bet Sweetened it and out. also, we haven't eaten this like our breakfast this is very cool. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried that it was like some people actually, a lot of people are like, it's too early for cheese. Never, it's never too early for cheese or beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, totally, I totally agree with you on that one. So, um, other than cheese, what else do you know a lot about? <laughs> or what else do what you... else do I know? I know a lot about I know a little bit about a lot of different things. Actually okay, so let's okay, let me rewind back to you telling us that you were a line cook. Yes. Stressful or super fun or a little bit of both? All of the above. Okay. Yeah, it's uh What did you love about it? I love the rush. I love the fire. I love yelling at people. <laughs> Every, so I bartended for a long time and every restaurant I've ever bartended at, the kitchen is bananas. The kitchen is always bananas. I don't know if like people realize that and there's always yelling and screaming. No, people don't realize it's it because they get so high intensity and just crazy. They just get their plate and they're like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. Right. But they don't realize the hell that went, that happened yes. before it came to them. Okay, question. To make it happen as to fast make it as happen. possible. To make it happen as fast as possible. To make it look like it dropped from the sky and God put right. it there. Right, right. Mm -hmm. 
Do you watch shows like Hell's Kitchen and things like that? Not anymore. I literally cannot. I've got so much PTSD. I watch these shows and I just want to so kill it's everybody. That's be my question. It's realistic. I, it's That's, not though. That's really what bothers me. Like originally when Hell's Kitchen started, I was all about that show. Yeah. I thought it was rad. But then after a while, it was pretty clear that they're just planting people. Mm. One show that I still dedicate myself to watching is like Chopped every now and again because that, that that I love getting those random products that yes. and seeing how they they come to fruition because I also grew up watching Iron Chef yes when it was Japanese. the original yes ah, yes Morimoto. 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 Yeah. 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 I like cuisine yeah um yeah. seeing people work with like random products and then making something amazing out of them or actually just really making something super gross is really fun because <laughs> I watched I watched an episode of Iron Chef once I, I'll remember it forever they were serving it was like a Thanksgiving theme, yeah. and this person was trying to use the whole turkey. So they made turkey liver ice cream. Good Gross! <laughs> Gross! Oh. It did not go over well. First of all, the ice cream did not set. Oh. <laughs> it was separated. It was just like cream and liver gross. <laughs> but now I want to look the clip up and see it. You should. It's a mess. Oh my god! Even the person who's making it is like, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, they try. They, they, they do, and they that's really what it's about. Yeah. As long as you try, it's creative. And if it had been delicious, it would have been amazing. So you know, you got to yes. try. But it wasn't. And now I'm it wasn't. About it. <laughs> On that disgusting note, we're going to take a break and hear a few words from one of our sponsors. Hey guys, welcome back. We are here with Megan, going to have uh, two more cheeses with the beer. So what do we have next? Um, this is one of my favorites, mostly because I'm not a crazy um, washed rind fiend. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people who love ash, um, excuse me, washed rinds. This one specifically, I really like it a lot because it tends to be a little younger. It's not as funkier. It's still yolky. Yolky? Yolky. Okay. Like the, <laughs> like the egg yolk. Okay. Um, not custardy, but yolky. Um, and it comes from one of my, fa my favorite states, Vermont. Nice. So here we go. I'm learning so many different terms. <laughs> so when we met, was that like last week, the week before? Like we Two weeks ago. Happened upon you at the beer yeah. noggin. And we started chatting, and I no, I think you said Jim. You were like, we should he have started, a show. He was, I was I'm like, like, this guy I, was staring at I, me from down the I block. Started, he was giving me the stare down. He was I like, started. what are you drinking? Tesseract. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think I asked. Let, like let me apologize for that. <laughs> Listen, you're a really big guy, and I'm like four feet tall. You sound and look bigger in every way. What? <laughs> don't step on me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, that's how it started, I'm glad, because here we are. <laughs> I saw that it was an IPA, and I knew that Tesseract was on, so uh, I was like, yeah. hey, what are you drinking? It was a, it's a double IPA, right? And she was like, I love how, in your mind, like, like you were so friendly in her mind, she was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so while we are chatting, you said that you are a cat lady. Yes. How many cats do you have? I have but one. Okay. But I have had, like, four in the past. Um, I had a cat in Puerto Rico. His yeah. name was Hito. He just kind of appeared on my grandma's property and never left and was there for a few summers. He was totally my cat. For a few summers? And where'd he go? Uh, <laughs> I came back one summer. My grandma was like, I don't know. He disappeared. I was like, 
Rest his soul. This cat has a great life. Like, I'm going to stay with you for a bit. I'm going to stay with you for a bit. That's, that's, listen, that's the straight animal life in Puerto Rico. They find, like, little houses here and there where people will feed them. They'll hang out for a little while, and then they'll dip. Temporary pets. You yeah. don't have to adopt them. Don't have to write anything out on paperwork. Belongs to you for a short period of yeah. time, and then it's out. Puerto Rico's got to figure it out. <laughs> Just a bit. Um, that was yummy. Yes, that I love this cheese. Here, have another piece. Uh, I was gonna offer you a piece with the actual washed part on it because that's where you get more of the flavor. Thank you. Yeah, that's a great cheese. It's a great starter cheese for people who are wanting to be interested in washed rinds. Like most it's of the time, creamy, like but the creaminess is different from that one. Yes, and I, well, I can't explain this is, the difference. This is goat and this is cow, so that's really gonna make oh. the big difference because the fat content is different. Okay. Wow. Cow is always gonna be hella stinkier. Why? Just the enzymes and whatever is just, going on with them? Just the cow. <laughs> just the cow. Okay. Um, cow like That's really nice and really good with this beer. And it's like sticky too. Like when you touch it. That's, that's the wash part of it. So what they do is, <clears throat> I think this is a beer, a beer wash. They take a beer and um, they dilute the beer with some spices. And then as the cheese ages, they go in and they wet their hands and they pat the cheese with the wash and then they turn it and wash it and turn it and wash it and turn it and wash it until it's this. There's so much more that goes into this than I would ever have imagined. How is it set or like made? Like, so you have the milk, you go so through you, that process. So for you get the milk, listeners. you and separate, <laughs> you separate it out. I think this is a vegetable, it's a vegetable, um, lost the word rennet. rennet it's a vegetable rennet so usually vegetable rennets come from uh like thistle plants okay. that carries the same kind of component that like lemon juice has that acidity that helps yeah. separate the the fat from the whey and then so they'll take the whey away <laughs> take the whey away take the whey away and that'll leave you with just the curds they press the curds into molds they, uh, when the cheese sets in the mold properly, they pop it out, they wash it, they put it on a rack, let it sit for a couple days, take it off the rack, wash it again, flip it, put it back. So, and they repeat the process until they get their product. So I used to travel to Wisconsin because my old company's uh, training headquarters and everything was there. And I used to eat cheese curds. So... And that didn't bother your stomach? Of course it did. It's what? It's, of course I can it tell did. you, hands down, hands down, that affected him for at least oh. three days. You own the company back. Um, so that's being a curd is like not to the finalized stage. Not at all. It's literally like you just started your life. Got it. You you should not be eating anything that just started its life. Got it. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. In my condition. Yeah. Do I do it anymore? No. I know better. Ma'am, but if we put but some I think it's like developed you, more. Like my intolerance has developed more. It, well, as we get older, our bodies become more intolerant to a lot of things. Okay. I know a lot of people develop allergies later in life. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm, actually, part of I'm, I'm mildly lactose. I oh, cannot no. drink whole milk. I cannot yeah. drink oh, no. milk. I can't drink milk at all. Okay. I can't have cereal. But, I can, <laughs> but if I have full fat heavy cream and like a tea, it doesn't bother me at all. If I have if I have unpasteurized cow's milk, it doesn't bother me at all. Wow. From what I understand, when we pasteurize milk, it kills that enzyme that actually allows our body to break to down the lactic acid properly. Yeah. So wow. I had a friend, and her mom had a has a, a farm, 
in Massachusetts, and her mom sent her some milk, and that's how I know that I can have unpasteurized cow's milk. So I've never had unpasteurized. What's the difference in the taste? It's creamier. Yeah. It's not as watered down. Okay. Um, it's definitely a little thicker. Not like not like solid thickness, but yeah. like you know, you usually pour your your gallon of milk and it looks like water. Yeah. yeah. This looked a little more like heavy cream, okay. but it wasn't heavy cream. Yeah. It was just the milk as it is. Wow. Enjoyable. Delicious. I drank the whole thing and had no no recourse. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just gotta drink right from the tea to the. Yeah, you just like, shh, shh. Yeah, I'm just gonna do that for now. <laughs> Where's the dairy farmer? Here, here. I'll bring my cereal bowl over. You do that. You let me know what happens. I'll be ready with the bail money. Oh my yeah. gosh, could you imagine if they like created a machine that you could just put in your house and you just attach a cow tea to it? And you just... That'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, we should do that. I make that cheese out. all the time. We're gonna figure that my out. My own personal Make cow teas. <laughs> That's <laughs> your boyfriend it cannot stop laughing in the back. I love it. Make some t-shirts and say that. I love that. I'm about it. We're wearing the cheese my, event. I'm putting that on my list with Oh my gosh. You should have them at all events you do. <laughs> just Megan's No, tea. we shouldn't have yeah. yeah, yeah. Welcome to Megan's tea. <laughs> I'm sure your boyfriend would love that. Got it. <laughs> He's like, I, I want a t-shirt. Like I want it. a t-shirt. <laughs> All right, the last one is our wildest one. Is that this what is going to be the wildest okay. one. So this one's coming off from Oregon. Okay. It's called Caveman Blue. It comes from another one of my favorite creameries because they make this amazing cheese that comes out once a year called Rogue River Blue. It gets soaked in peach brandy. Oh. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. <laughs> and it, so I don't know if you've ever had blue cheese. Yeah. yeah. Um, usually it's just creamy. This cheese that I'm talking about is crunchy, sweet, creamy it's wrapped in um olive leaves oh yeah it's beautiful it's got it comes out of the package like a little gift <laughs> um but one of the things one of the cheese are you on a mailing list for that do they just ship it to you when, it, when it's released yeah, he's my mailing list <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome um so they made this cheese which is one of the other cheeses that made them really famous called caveman blue it's also got an ashrine like the uh the humboldt fog okay from cypress hill it should be a little crunchy and very blue. Nice. What makes blue cheese blue? Like, what, what is this that we're looking at? It's what? essentially penicillin. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, to truly blow your mind, yeah. which is something that blew my mind a few years ago, is I found out that streptococcus is actually one of the bacteria that makes cheese. Really? Yeah. What? But you can't get strep from eating but cheese. But you can't get strep because it's such a low... Amount a low of percentage of it. Yeah, okay. So, wow. cheese cannot exist without bacteria. Yeah. Disease cannot exist without bacteria. Right. So we skate a very fine line with cheese playing with bacteria. So if you don't make a cheese right, you could end up creating wisteria by accident. Oh, my oh, God. Kill people. No. Yeah, that actually happened to a company. A Another reason ago. I'm not going uh, to. Wait, that. it happened to a company a few years <laughs> I don't ago? Wanna, I don't it, die it happens more often than a lot of people would like. It's really sad when it happens. Um, Volto Creamery was a great creamery. They made this really awesome, uh, I think it was a sheep cheese, Miranda. Um, and they caught a they caught a, a skate of listeria mm. and it shut the entire creamery down. Oh my they God. had to throw away all of their product. They lost everything they made. 
millions of dollars. Are and you still can, in business? You can or? almost never come back from listing. Yeah. It ruins your business. Oh, man. That stinks. Yeah. So, we're skating so a really fine line with the cheese stinks. But we really like it. We love cheese. Yeah, no, we can. So, cheese cannot survive without a certain That's percentage dangerous. of all kinds. Yes, of all kinds of uh, bacteria. That's why a lot of women aren't allowed to eat cheese. Uh, as well as some sliced meats when they're pregnant. Ah. Uh, yeah. That makes Listeria. complete sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Your, your body's not capable of fighting that off, and neither is the baby. Yeah, you could end up killing your wow. baby. Wow. Yep. Oh, I, think that's that's actually what, I think that's actually what happened to Vulto. Someone was pregnant. Oh. And, yeah. Don't quote me on that. Too late. It's in the books. Redact it! <laughs> yeah. That mouthfeel of that cheese is delicious. The and way it's, it kind of like broke apart and was creamy and it's not and not like your typical Maytag glue that you get on the yeah, side with yeah, your yeah. wings. It's totally different. You don't want to eat that with wings. You want to eat it with, by like, itself. By itself. Yeah. <laughs> the Put the whole yeah. chunk in there. Yeah. You want another piece? Sure. Thanks. It's not, I feel like the stereotypical blue cheese also smells much stronger. I don't and it's get not, a no, strong smell. I think the smell. most intense smelling cheese here is going to be the Oma. Yeah, it's from not. Blue cheese, yeah. Like, from like the blue cheese? From like the blue cheese dip you get with your Now sniff this wings. one. <laughs> <laughs> you ate that one. <laughs> but she yeah, you can't <laughs> take the smell. She inhaled so I hard. Just She didn't sniff it. She huffed it. I did. <laughs> you just did a line of cheese. She, she treated it like a king marker. <laughs> you just banged a line of cheese. This All right. Is so good. Um, also, a little note about you. You said you're a metalhead. I see you wearing a Slayer shirt. Hell yeah. How did you get into metal? I was born this way. <laughs> you're the Lady Gaga of metal? Okay. <laughs> You were born this way, that was one of her songs. It's a play on words. It's a play on words. I see what you did there. Um, So, the short of it is my mom, when she was 20 years old, went to go see Slayer and didn't realize that she was pregnant at the time. Oh my god, this is so interesting. So, I actually saw my first Slayer concert in the womb. That's cool. My mom didn't want to press metal on me, so she just kind of let me go through the motions. So I went through that really unfortunate phase of loving Backstreet Boys and seeing Britney Spears. Everybody did. I think everybody did. And then eventually, like, when K-Rock was still around, that really had a huge influence on me as I got older in eighth grade. Uh, And then I went to high school and met a whole bunch of people, started really listening to metal, and here I am. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a beautiful thing. So tell the story about you bringing your... Vice versa, your mother brought you to a concert, or you brought her to a concert. I got a great one, actually, yeah. and it's got, it's, it involves this shirt. Um, I took her to the Big Four at Yankee Stadium for Mother's Day. What's Explain the Big the Four? Big four yeah, are, yeah. So the Big Four at that time was Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax, and Slayer. Wow. These are the guys who basically started that really heavy-duty, yeah. thrashy, loud, screaming, blah, scene. Yeah. Um, so I took her to Yankee Stadium for Mother's Day for, for the Big Four, and we're wandering around the stadium, and I'm it's like, everybody's like talking to my mom, and I'm like trying to bat all these old dudes off. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, get off my mom. Um, <laughs> Let mama live. Joe, mama, mama was living, okay? Uh, so 
she ended up buying me this shirt there, and someone else had it, and they were like, oh my god, you brought your mom, and I was like, yes, why wouldn't I bring my mom, she's the best. <laughs> she, I mean, she took me to see Metallica when I was younger, we went to go see you 2 together, nice. she took me to see El Nino, Aww. yeah, she's really Mom's funny. great. Yeah, mom's pretty dope, mom's pretty dope. That's awesome. That is fantastic, this is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having um, a great time. Okay. Let's just repeat the date of the event and all that again for people so they know when so to come next week. So the Beer and Cheese Please event is going to be on March 1st at 3 o'clock. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite for $45. You get a choice of four cheeses out of six, which are all prepared with delicious beers, as well as one more beer of your choice that you really liked at the end. That's awesome. Thank you so much for yeah, coming on the show. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You dropped me, really. a lot of love. A lot of love. A lot of love. A lot of love. I like a lot. I like a lot. I like cheese and beer a lot. Thank you for dropping all this knowledge on us. You're welcome. Now let, let me know when I can come and drop more bombs on you guys. It's great to meet you guys. Dana has trouble talking towards the end of our episode sometimes. Sometimes. Just sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I've been struggling. I'm really holding it down right now. No, you're killing For more, Jim, where can they find us? You guys can listen to us on Anchor, which is the smartphone app that we record the podcast on. Uh, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Castbox, Google, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Spotify, and Radio Public. Thank you for listening to this episode. It is the first of the third season, <laughs> and many more. Megan, thank you for coming on. We really yeah. appreciate your attendance and your knowledge. Yes. Uh, and if you guys want to learn more about cheese and meet Megan in person, you can meet her at Beer Noggin on March first. Yes. Yep. See or you guys where do you work at? Or at Chantilly Patisserie. I'll be there Tuesday through Saturday. Go there for delicious bread and cheese, and we will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Later.